Any ideas on how to get it going here? Not something you want to hear moments before you're intimate. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, it, just, it, it doesn't bode well for the experience. I don't know what I'm doing. How about you? <laughs> it's two people that are about to be very dissatisfied. <laughs> just like you will be in the next half hour. This is A Touch of Crass. My name's Matt. My name's Colin. And, uh, well, I tell you, there's something to this whole internet deal, right? Where, where, where a couple of guys could just have some microphones and, uh, you know, put some yeah. stuff out there. Yeah, it just uh, <laughs> makes me long for the days of prodigy, yeah. Well, uh, so uh, tonight we're going to talk about a uh, cartel in the culinary world uh, <laughs> that you probably didn't know existed. Or it needs to exist, for that matter. I, well, I mean, I, I guess it does. We'll get into the history here before too long. Yeah, and then we've also got local crime that we need to talk about as well. Is it? Was it in Florida? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I guess you will. Uh, it's, a, it's usually a safe bet. Uh, we'll also uh, spin the new wheel of closers at the end of the show, and uh, well, we'll kick it off uh, like like we always do. What do you think about that, huh? Let's do it. What you drinking? Uh, let's see, <laughs> blueberry maple stout from Saugatuck Brewing Company. Yeah, there's a big scary lumberjack. I want to be this front. guy. Do I you? Want, I want to be this guy. He's got a big red beard. He's got a big grin. He's got a big stout. He's got a big stack of pancakes with blueberries on them and a big old ice cream scoop pat of butter. Yeah. I want to be that guy. I want to have that meal. I think the idea of pancakes with a beer sounds disgusting. I don't know. But maybe we'll get into this and change our minds. <laughs> Maybe we'll, maybe we will. Maybe we won't drink it at all. Let's find out. Oh, well, he opened it. So I guess we have to drink it now. I'll open mine here up. Ah. Ah. Mm-mm. Excited okay. about this uh, blueberry maple stout from Saugatuck Brewing Company. Yeah, it, um, it, it stinks. I don't like the smell of it at all. No? It smells to me like a, uh, like a porter or a stout. Yeah, but I'm not picking up a lot of maple or blueberry, but maybe there's a subtlety there, and maybe it. Well, let's just give it a. Yeah, just, it just go in and see what happens. Mm. All right, here I can pick up the blueberry, and because I have a cold, um, I'm not getting a whole, the full palette of flavor, unfortunately. <laughs> so what you're telling me is you're the one of the worst people to give a review of this beer. Could quite possibly be. All right, I, I have all of my my senses. I'm, I'm going to go in and see what it's like. Oh, oh, the finish. The finish is where you get the blueberry and the maple. I get a little bit of blueberry on the taste and then the, and a whole lot on the finish. I'll agree. There's still a bit of that coffee flavoring in there, but it's... Oh, I like in, it. In the minority of all the flavors that you get. Of all the silly flavored beers that are out there, this one's not bad. Uh, and actually, I think on the uh, on the side here, it's, it's, it is classified as a malt beverage. With, with so many of these, I think, uh, like, that's pretty good. Well, not so many of the things we have. But things that are like this, like, you know, wacky flavored stouts, it's like, that's good. I can't drink more than one of them. And not because uh, it doesn't taste good. It's just that who wants to drink a, Who wants to drink four of these in the <laughs> evening? Yeah, no yeah, one. Yeah, that, nobody, sounds, that sounds disgusting. That's why, you know, the macro brews, uh, Budweiser, Miller, and, 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 and Coors, that's why they exist because... They make beers that you can drink nine of in a sitting, and the other guys make this stuff. Ugh, I mean, I'd rather drink this than nine Budweiser's, I guess, but... It's... Well, macro brews exist because people are inherently irresponsible. 
Is that you know, why? Well, yeah. I mean, and and then the, and then these guys come come in and and, uh, and you know for for people who are like oh, I'll have a beer, but I want it to be a good one, right? You know, like I, I can't foresee like this company making a lot off of this or selling a lot. I mean, I don't know. Like, who's buying a six pack of this and taking it home? Other than like you buy one and then all right, everyone take one. But what well, about yeah, one another? You won't want another one. One's good. You'll be done. I don't know. I could have another one of these maybe like tomorrow. <laughs> exactly tomorrow. Well, you see, you go through a six pack in in maybe a week or more. Ugh, that's no way to live. That's fine. No, it isn't. I I I'm I'm for it. I'm okay with blueberry maple stout. And it's good, but I don't know. I want more than one beer in a sitting. Whatever. You're awfully whiny today. What's what's I, up? I with don't that? fucking know. It's, it's work. It's got it's, it's work. All right. Well, let's uh, let's check in with uh, our sponsor for tonight, Chuck Johnson's Mexican Restaurant. Hi, this is Chuck Johnson. Come on down. We got Polish sausage burritos, sauerkraut quesadillas. Make sure you come on Tuesday night. It's Colazzi and Corona night. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Does that man know it? He doesn't understand what Mexican cuisine is. I don't think. You mean Chuck? Chuck does not. No, I don't. I don't believe he does. I bet he's doing well though. I bet he's. I bet he's selling a few blueberry maple stouts. Maybe. Oh yeah. I bet. No, it's be on like, the menu. They'd probably be like blueberry maple stout margaritas. Is probably what he would be selling. What's in the mail sack? Uh, that sack is uh, is presenting. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's get in there. Let's get in there because the sack wants it. <laughs> it's rough and ready. Well, this one comes to us uh, via the website. Comes to us from Ben. He left a comment on our episode 117. Try our new cheese globs. Oh, we uh, we, we talked about like new ideas for pizza places because they seem to be just grasping at straws to get your attention to come into their store. Even though everyone loves pizza, yeah, but they think they gotta make it all fucking weird and outrageous. Yeah, because they're because like the hot dog crust and yeah. the garlic stuffed garlic knots crust. And, there don't need to be that many innovations. You just basically take what you have and then just modify you it. You know what I found out the other day? I I I like uh, I like stuffed crust pizza. Sure. I like it a lot. My mm-hmm. wife loves it, and uh, and and we're also uh, we're we're, we're also kind of cheap. We we like to try to find uh, coupons on the internet whenever we order something online. You know what I mean? Or eat out of the trash. Or eat it out of the trash. But we couldn't find a single discount for stuffed crust pizza. We couldn't find one like like yeah. like, like three dollars off your order. Was I was like, because if I could find anything, I'm gonna buy this. But I couldn't find anything because everyone loves stuffed crust pizza. Yeah, it's one of the few pizzas they don't give a discount on them because they know you'll pay the price. They don't exactly. fucking care. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never seen a coupon. From the start, from from the start of those things being at Pizza Hut until now, I've never seen a coupon. I've never seen a discount. It's this is how much it costs. You either buy it or you fuck off. Yeah, and so we fucked off. We we didn't feel like getting it that night. <laughs> what a sad end to that story. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Ben uh, leaves the comment. Uh, well, well, we asked people if they had any ideas for innovations for pizza. We did what we could, and you know we're curious if anyone else has any ideas. And Ben writes. Meat pizza. Well, there's already a meat pizza. A pizza made entirely of meat oh, called it, meat pizza. Entirely of meat. meat. He says, it's easy, I know, but the concept lends itself immediately to gluttony and sexuality. Oh, my God, it would do so well, too, here in America. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I just want meat. 
I just want no. You like me, so like we'll put a bunch of meat on the pizza. Yeah, that's like a, like a meat. No, I just want meat. I only want it to be meat, just meat. I want the cheese to have meat juice in it, or made no, no cheese, no cheese, just meat. Cheese. I want the, the meat to be ground into a cheese-like consistency, yeah. so it feels like cheese, but it's actually meat. Yep. And I want, I want, I the- want, and instead of sauce, I want grease. <laughs> And instead of crust, I want I want you to spread out like they do in the Chicago pizzas, where it's just a one big sausage patty at the bottom. I want that to be the crust, just the big sausage. I just can cr- stamp that down and 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 make it into a disc. I can see you know some people pe- keep like bacon grease and you know sausage grease or whatever. Yeah. Like instead of the sauce, they just take that and they just spread it on there <laughs> like a like butter. Just spread it on there. You know what? And and fine. I bet it would sell. I bet it would it would do okay. And I bet that we would lose uh, a good percentage of the useless population out there uh, who would order this thing and then die of heart disease. For people that are still uh, on Atkins, do you think that would be the thing they'd eat all the time? <laughs> it's like, there's no cheese. It's, it's all broke. It's very... fine. No carbs. I mean, I can hear my heartbeat, but, you know, whatever. It's just a very ill-informed Atkins diet. Well, you can eat all the meat you want, so... <laughs> So I'm having this. I'm having meat pizza, three meals a day. I imagine a a combo like that. There would there would be breadsticks, but it would just be bacon pressed into breadsticks, like in the shape of breadsticks. It's just a solid stick of bacon. Oh boy, you know they'll figure it out someday because somebody will buy it. You know that's true. <laughs> that's right. Well, they've already got uh, the uh, bacon wrapped pizza where it's got the the crust. Where the, the, the pizza yeah. is wrapped around the crust. Yeah, Little Caesars. So, I mean, this is the next step from that. Uh, this is how sad things are these days. When I saw that, I was like, eh, that's not that outrageous. <laughs> I thought, eh, that's not that bad. See, what I thought was, that's oh, gross. I want to try that. <laughs> yeah, which is worse, which is worse. And I don't even like bacon that much, especially on a pizza. But for some reason... It's a part of me that wants to try it. Well, Ben wrote to us uh, by leaving a comment at the website, which is not uh, the most common way of getting to us, but we appreciated it. Uh, and you can do the same at atouchofcrass.net. We've also got that email address. Mailsack at atouchofcrass.net. And there's the Twitter, which is just at atouchofcrass. Yeah. The only reason that you don't write in is because, uh, well, you're a jilted lover. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm my. My loving is tender when it needs to be and rough when it needs to be, and I, I chose the appropriate situation for the situation we were in. Mm-hmm. So when, you didn't call back. That so. sounds a little autobiographical. Let's just leave it there. They could have called back. Let's just leave it there. Uh, thank you so much, Ben, and uh, thank you for writing in next week, <laughs> listener. We'll see you then, right? <laughs> uh, so let's check in with uh, let's check in with Chuck Johnson again. Chuck Johnson's Mexican Restaurant. This is Chuck Johnson, Chuck Johnson's Mexican restaurant. Come on by, try my favorite dish, nacho-filled pierogies. It's potato, it's nachos, it's delicious. I recommend washing it down with an old style. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Did the announcer get tickled at the end? <laughs> just, like his pants got too tight and just opened them up? Is that what happened in the booth when he recorded? Sounded very satisfying. He Whatever did. happened, it was satisfying. Um, well, who wouldn't love a nacho-filled pierogi? <laughs> washed down with an old style. Ugh. I don't know. When I go to a Mexican place, I kind of want to drink a Bohemia or a uh, Tecate or something. 
Uh, old style. I don't know. I'm not in Wrigleyville for fuck's sake. Well, Chuck Johnson's got his own way of doing things. Clearly, yeah. He thinks yeah. he perfected everything. He's kind of like Donald Trump. He just uh, he just puts his name on it and assumes that it's better. Yeah, and then and then unfortunately the rest of America agrees. <laughs> um, thank you, Chuck, for your sweet, delicious money. Uh, so, Cullen, do do you like pancakes? I'm alive, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> so you like pancakes. Yeah, pancakes so I, are all right in your book. Yes, I like pancakes. Uh, what do you put on your pancakes? I'll put some uh, powdered sugar and some, uh, I don't know, some jam or something on there, probably. Yeah. Sometimes some maple syrup. Where do you think that maple syrup comes from? Trees. You put on your pancakes. Trees. Uh, but, but like like geographically, where do you think that it comes from? Uh, Vermont. Vermont? That's well, my guess. Vermont is the top maple syrup producer in the in the United States. Okay. Uh, uh, but uh, I would imagine that you would assume that uh, a lot of maple syrup comes from Canada, too. I mean, they Some put, of it, sure. They put the leaf on the damn flag, you know. <laughs> That's right. Did you know that there's like an OPEC of maple syrup? What? <laughs> the Federation of Quebec Maple Syrup Producers. And they account for about 71% of the world's supply of maple syrup. Jesus. All right. So chances are, if you had maple syrup at all in your life... What? Uh, like actual maple syrup. Like not actual, that, yeah. Not that bullshit that's like, that costs a dollar. That's not maple that's syrup. Not that's not maple like, syrup That's at like all. boiled like tree bark or something like that. It's not maple syrup. <laughs> We're talking true maple syrup here. So the Federation of Quebec Maple Syrup Producers... Uh, and maple is everywhere these days. Sure, I, they, they put it in. They put it in candy, of course. They they put it in whiskey. You've seen like the Crown Royal Maple. I've seen it. I won't drink it because it's <laughs> disgusting. But I've seen it. Well, because this Federation of Quebec Maple Syrup Producers is the OPEC of maple syrup. They that is to say, they 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 cap the production so they can control the pricing, just the way OPEC does with oil. You know what I mean? That's highly ethically Unethical. great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, so you didn't know that OPEC did that? Well, yeah. well I know they did that because they're obviously evil, but it's maple syrup. It's yeah. not It's not, It's not. not like like you go like, I'd like some maple syrup. Like, oh, they're out of maple syrup? Oh, well, I'll eat anything else for breakfast. <laughs> it's not like you can fuel your car with something else. It's not like, oh, I'm all out of gas. Well, I guess I'll fly to work with my own like wing power like no <laughs> you have to buy oil for your car well but people are clearly choosing maple syrup these days maple syrup actually uh the demand for maple syrup has risen drastically since 2008 mm -hmm. people want maple syrup maple flavoring maple whatnot it, it is gone it has gone up and is continuing to go up and so Quebec, which is like the Saudi Arabia of maple syrup, I guess, <laughs> with this uh, with this federation, is starting to see some uh, pushback from the producers of maple syrup, and they're saying, "Look, we can make more of this in Vermont, which you uh, mentioned earlier as yeah. the top maple syrup producer in the United States. Mm -hmm. They make forty one percent of the maple syrup that comes out of the United States. Tiny little Vermont, forty one percent of the maple syrup, but they're only tapping four percent of the trees that Did, they could tap. So the the uh, the OPEC of maple syrup is also controlling 
Vermont as well. Well, if you want to get into the big syrup game, because this, <laughs> you know, this Federation of Quebec like, Maple Syrup like accounts you, for seventy-one percent of the world's supply. So if you want to sell it on the side of the road, you fucking go hog wild. Exactly. But if you if you want to sell your maple syrup in California, yes, you need to go through these jokers. Well, so producers in the United States, the industrious capitalists that we are, we're upset that this maple syrup cartel. <laughs> Uh, has their hands on the on the production valve, you know, mm-hmm. and so uh, because Vermont is only using four percent of the trees, they're like, well, we want to make more, and so we're gonna create like a black market, a <laughs> black market of maple syrup. syrup. It's gotten to this because before the Federation of Quebec Maple Syrup Producers, back in the uh, I think it was formed maybe in the late eighties. Mm-hmm. So before that. The pricing was all over the map. And so... And what's wrong with that? (laughs) If it costs too much, I won't buy it. Supply, demand, free market. You know, we can't have all that. We've got to have a set price. And so with demand going up, uh, there are rogue syrup producers who are uh, are trying to create a black market for syrup, specifically people in Vermont. So you're telling me that it's very possible that you could be walking on the street and there'll be a guy who's like, hey, come here, come here. You like syrup? You like, like yeah. Syrup. Come, come, come here, I got something for you. He just opens up the back of his trunk. Like, what, what do you need? What do you got? What do you want? What do you want? You're telling me that's a possibility <laughs> well, I don't for maple know. syrup. Well, I mean, figuratively, that might be a possibility. That might actually be happening now. <laughs> just a guy walking down the street with a trench coat just full of maple syrup bottles, just <laughs> clinking gently as he walks down the street, looking for people walking out of grocery stores, just going, I couldn't get any maple syrup, it's all gone! Hey, look, da- as far as I'm concerned, down with big syrup, all right? Down with <laughs> big, big syrup. syrup. Uh, and, and and go go U.S., go Vermont, good good on you. <laughs> I, I don't want another OPEC controlling things that I need. Well, would you like to hear something about, uh, <laughs> I don't even know, how to, I'm not, fuck it, I don't need a segue. Fuck it, I'm yeah, just going to say it. There's no way we could segue into anything. There's like absolutely that. not. I uh, like to read the news sometimes because I like to keep informed. Uh, I was reading some horse news because I like to know the enemy. So, yeah, you, you are not a fan of horses. Uh, no, not so much. It's but not it, a secret. But I saw that there was this guy in Wisconsin he was charged with unsafe use of a homemade cannon. <laughs> here, was, here was a guy. <laughs> he went to his sister's house. I mean, this is, you know, alleged or whatever. Whatever, this is what I'm fucking telling you. Is that Was that the charge? Is that like a check that you can... <laughs> I, it, that it, the cop can... It was, it was, All right, now it was that one, yeah. Unsafe, unsafe use, use of a homemade, homemade cannon. cannon. It was like unsafe or reckless use of uh, a weapon. I oh, think okay. that's what it was. All right, sure. I don't think they have specifics on homemade cannons there. Uh, but uh, but this uh, this woman who breeds uh, horses, she went out to her her um, her barn one day, and there was a hole in the ceiling, and there was a bowling ball on the floor. Okay. <laughs> She goes out to the pasture. There's a dead five-month-old horse with a big lump on its head laying there. And so, you know, being the master detective she is. Is that why you brought up this story? Because there's dead horses in it? No. I love dead horses? (laughs) I don't love dead horses. I do not wish that on my enemies. 
but I can't, I can't. So she puts two and two together, being the master detective she is. Like, wait a minute. They were shooting bowling balls yesterday out of a fucking homemade cannon. I mean, what, what happened was this guy that was charged, he went to the neighbor. Like he, he was like visiting his sister who lived next door to the woman with the horses. The woman with the horses' name is Lisa Kroll. So this guy goes up like, oh, you know, we're going to be shooting cannons. Uh, I got a homemade cannon. We're going to be shooting bowling balls and such. And you well, know, At least he told her. Can you imagine that conversation? Like, uh, <laughs> like well, I got a homemade cannon. What we're going to do is I'm going to fire, uh, you know, basically what we usually uh, use in a bowling alley. But what I'm going to do, I've weaponized it. I've weaponized uh, something used for recreation, and it's going to be directly next to your home. Don't worry. It's all going to land in our yard. This guy... He said not to not to worry because anything that they'd shoot out of the cannon would land on like his sister's property and it would bury itself under the soil. Uh, I'm not sure that's how physics works. You don't think so? I mean, what is he doing? Is he just shooting it straight up in the air and thinking, well, I would love if he'd shoot it straight up into the air because then he'd like stand underneath there and then the fucking bowling ball would fall down and cave in his skull. That's what needed to happen. Oh, so so is that why there are so many golf balls buried at golf courses? Because uh, <laughs> the, golf, the golf ball goes up and then it comes down and it buries itself into the soil and they go, I can't find it. I guess we'll have to take a mulligan. I guess it's a hole in one. I, I made my that, own hole. It's I see fine. that all the time on Sunday on NBC when they air golf all the time. Ah, oh, we can't find the ball. Jesus Christ. Let's just <laughs> drop here. Yeah, the uh, they were filmed like a half mile away from where they fired it. So clearly, wow! This guy—that's got some. I think he's got a little too much. Uh, yeah, I think he was underselling how well he, how good he is at making cannons. <laughs> it turns out uh, that there's no law in Wisconsin that forbids the use of cannons. <laughs> and why? Well, sh- why should there well, be? There shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't have to worry about that. It's 2016. <laughs> Who the fuck is making cannons? Are you worried about the British invading? The fuck's it's like? Oh, we're, well, cannons we're gonna, are fun. It's fun to blow shit up, and it's uh, just fun in, to make loud noises. Just in case the Mexicans take over uh, the Alamo again, I'll move from Wisconsin. Well, you down. Can't. To- down to Mexico and you fight. Can't, you Texas. can't tell me. It's a nice day, uh, this day that we're recording this. It, it, you can't tell me that if I had a big backyard and said, I got a cannon back there. You want me to, you know, I got a, some bowling balls. We're going to shoot some bowling balls out of the cannon. How about that? That wouldn't sound fun to you. I would say, why did you make a cannon? Is there Are there not enough things yeah, to occupy know. your time? Yeah, it just seemed like fun. Just seemed like fun. Just seemed like fun. I wonder if this guy... Like in Wisconsin, like he just ran out of cheese curds. Is that what happened? Like, uh, they just sit around eating cheese curds all day, I, I imagine, wondering what to do with their time. I imagine that's what most people in Wisconsin do. They do that and they wait for Packer season because there's that's they, a charmed life. Then they do that and drink old Milwaukee because there's nothing else to do in Wisconsin. The uh, the the DA <laughs> that, that that's a uh, a part of this case. He said that he's been DA for 34 years, and he's never seen anything like this. <laughs> That's saying something. <laughs> I've never been involved in a case of homemade cannons. 
And why should you? It's it's, Honestly, it's not the 19th century, so why the fuck should you be involved with canon law? kind of surprised. I mean, you know, people like to make their own explosives. And, I mean, I made explosives when I was a teenager. You know, who didn't? Yes, but did you make a cannon that could shoot bowling balls? And, and... No, no, but we did have uh, one of the neighborhood dads say that we we could make explosives as long as they didn't require a blast shield. Jesus. Yeah, it's like you guys could do whatever you want, but if you make something where you think you need a blast shield, you, you don't. Stop, just stop. <laughs> this uh, guy that made the cannon, he was so, so reckless that not only did this uh, <laughs> land through her barn, she found, like, she found three bowling balls on her property. Three? Three and three bowling pins as well. So it's clear. So he just, you know, he shot out all the bowling balls. He had several bowling balls, yes. I guess. He came, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he owned several bowling balls. And you're like, well, I ran out of the balls. How about some, did this guy used to own a bowling alley? <laughs> I guess. Or did he, he raid one? He, uh, professional bowler, cannon enthusiast. <laughs> Uh, let's check in with Chuck Johnson again, huh? Chuck Johnson's Mexican Restaurant. Hi, this is Chuck Johnson. Our number one appetizer is our guacamole beer cheese. Really, it's just beer cheese with a slice of avocado on it, but it's the best damn Mexican food you'll have in your life. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, is it uh, time to wrap it up? I think it is. We'll Thing looks uh, mighty lonely over there. Give her a spin, huh? The wheel of the new wheel of closers lands on Matt and Cullen's outdoor adventures. Oh, this is this is perfect. We went on a hike yesterday. We did nine mile. We did nine miles yesterday. We did. Uh, I ended up uh, with the hike and uh, some post hike just walking. I got up to twenty six. Thousand steps for the day. Bravo! You got one of those little uh, 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 up bands or uh, Fitbit. I, I wear or whatever a Fitbit. Yes, you yes. got the Fitbit. I got uh, I got the Jawbone something or other. Um, the one that no one talks about. The one that no one talks about, but that's fine. I bought it at the REI garage sale. Uh, so the place uh, where they get rid of their trash. So well, that's it nice. works. So fuck off. Uh, we had a good time yesterday. It was a good little hike. It was uh, we, we hiked out to a lake four and a half miles back, mm-hmm. or four and a half miles there, and four and a half back, and. That was a good time. No, I I, I had a very good time uh, until the way back when uh, I didn't realize that most of the walk there was downhill. Oh, yeah. Because it was such a gradual incline. Yeah, the way back was uh, was a little rough. It was almost all uphill, and the only thing really to look at was the lake. So I'd already seen the thing that we came there to see. It's like, all right, you're only halfway done. Now let's let's undo all the fun things you just did. <laughs> it was like a down payment on my sadness and or whatever. So, and so your your uh, particular uh, fitness tracker thing tracks like like your your elevation change, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And it kind of uh, equates it, it, it to like flights of stairs. It, yeah. Yes. It, it counts uh, flights of stairs. Would you like to know how many flights of stairs I traveled yesterday? I'm very curious. One hundred fifty flights of stairs yesterday. One hundred fifty flights of stairs. Right on. That's got to feel good, right? <laughs> It says I climbed 150 stories yesterday. <laughs> I don't know what the highest building is. Is it, I don't know what it is. No, no, there's definitely buildings with more than 150 stories. All right, so I probably, but I probably like went higher than the Empire State Building yesterday. Yeah, perhaps I don't because there's a lot of up and down. It wasn't just like one straight like right. all up. Right, right. That's so not, we, we yeah. weren't climbing a mountain. 
That's right. There, you know, there's up and down. But still, <laughs> he tells me the day before, hey, you want to go on a hike? Yeah, okay, we'll figure it out. That sounds nice. Well, your wife came with us. It's true. And uh, and, and, and my, my, my dogs were with us. And I, I believe a couple times... Uh, she and I, she kept up with me, and a couple times she and I stopped to wait on your ass. Yes, you were you because were... if she wasn't there, you would have left me again. <laughs> I did leave you one time. Uh, on, I mean, I didn't leave you. I got back to the car and I waited and I waited and I waited for over an hour. You ditched me and re- because I you didn't... were impatient. No, you should be faster. I should be. You should keep up. There you are... weigh yourself down with gear. You had a machete. On your side, which was not necessary. I didn't know it would be necessary or not. I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. <laughs> this is true. You look pretty badass carrying the machete and your big walking stick, which is functional. It's very functional. That's, that's I, I, nice... ne- I, I needed it to climb 150 stories yesterday. <laughs> Oh, what did we learn tonight? We learned that the uh, the maple syrup cartel is under threat from uh, industrious Americans. We also learned um, you don't you don't need to build a cannon anymore. It's completely unnecessary. It's fun though. I it's get it. Fun. It's fun to build a weapon. Matt says unnecessary. It's des- cannons are designed to hurt. Yeah, but it's fun to blow stuff up, to light things on fire. To launch inanimate objects. I'm gonna watch you. This is a touch of crash. My name's Matt. My name's Colin. Can you believe the syrup prices these days?